The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, Aurora. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, we Let's had to act like we haven't been together every second for the last 48 hours. <laughs> I, I love it, though. Yeah. I had so much anxiety that like, coming up here because I'm away from my kids for the last like 48 hours. We've been doing recordings. We had an event last night. We might have had too many margaritas. But I had so much fun. I really I filled my it really filled my bucket and my yeah. soul, like just hanging out with you guys. And I can totally see in you, though. And I don't know if you can see it in yourself, but Kristen is how old's your new baby? Seven weeks, seven weeks, seven weeks. And yeah. you definitely have the like, like I when I hear you on the phone with your kids, you're like, I love you. I miss <laughs> you so much. I love you so much. I'm like, she's feeling it. It's yeah. that like invisible string that just uh, is like it breaks your heart. And when you're does. away from them. It's hormones. I want you to know it's hormones. Uh, I know. kids are fine. But I really think I love Nala the most. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, we all have favorites from one day yeah, to the next. No, Just wait till she starts turning annoying. into a little biatch. Yeah. Because they do. <laughs> well, and Olivia always says, too, like, I do a really good job. I try to, of like, checking out. So it's like, if yeah. I'm not with my kids or I'm on vacation or I'm working, that's where I'm at. I really try to be present with where I'm at. But I've been really feeling it lately. Yeah. I just, I'm in my feels with parenting and family. And yesterday I, she was like, I think I want to be a stay-at-home mom, Aurora. I don't I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Like, I just want to dedicate all my time to my family and my husband. I'm like, okay, just let's wait till the hormones settle down till your Linus Negra is gone. I, I'm still, I was wearing a crop top last night rocking the Linea Negra. It's fine. For those of you who don't know, that's the dark line you get down yep. your pregnant belly. Yeah. It takes a while to go away sometimes. I know, but I feel like this is the longest I've had it. And I was just in Mexico, like just in the sun. I'm like, oh my gosh, what if I'm making a huge scar? It's not going to be a scar, but it will make it darker, uh, the hyperpigmentation. Great. But anyway, we weren't anyway. going to talk about kids and stuff today, were we? We just always yeah. seem to go back there. We're talking about social media. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots to talk about, lots to cover. It's the world we live in now. Like, you it have is. to accept it. It's not going anywhere. I keep thinking it might, but it's not. Yeah. I mean, I I was resistant against it for a while because Olivia was so social media forward. And I would always make fun of her. She'd be like taking pictures of her smoothies and stuff. And she would always make me wait to eat so she could take a picture of the <laughs> meal. And I was private on my Instagram for so long. I think I also felt like I'm too cool. It's cheesy. I'm like, you know, I'm an intellectual. I have a master's degree. I don't do this sort of thing. But you when, know when did when did the flip like when did the switch flip where you're like, OK, I'm going to go public and I'm going to make essentially a career out of this? You know what happened? I had my I had my kids. I had Remy and I was out of work because essentially what I was making as a teacher with like, you know, half a million dollars worth of like student. Yeah, like, not student loans, but basically education. You know what I could get from that is like uh, was a salary that my nanny would be making more than me. God bless these teachers, guys. Serious, it's no, insane. It's they not make okay. How, it's crazy. It's not okay. Like the I was doing God's work and I was getting paid less than you know people who don't have any education at all, which is just not fair because I mean education is expensive. But we need to be compensated. That's another story. But when I had my kids, I was like, I'm going to stay home, and I really enjoyed creating the community of moms on my Instagram. And what happened was like, I wasn't sleeping. Like you were saying last night mm-hmm. or no, who somebody else is talking to you about how their baby doesn't yeah. sleep. 
And I just found a community of women that I could be like, help, my kid doesn't sleep, what do I do? And I think that's a pro of social media. There's lots of pros, lots of cons, but you really can create a community if you do it right. There's different types of influencers, guys. You're all aware of them. There's the thirst trap ones. There's the rich ones that have never worked a day in their life that have... I want to be one of those. I would love to be one of those. Thanks, <laughs> Thank you, Dad, for having a carpet store. Yeah. <laughs> People need their carpets. Then there's the ones that are real and very raw. And there's the ones that are storytellers. And I think you and I are kind of similar in that sense. We share a lot of our life, probably too much sometimes. Mm-hmm. But we try, especially in our captions or in our stories, we really do try our best to connect with other women. I think what it comes down to is that Listen, if you're giving a service in some way mm-hmm. to others, then that's all anyone's trying to do, whether yes. it's a job and you're on the Internet or you're not on the Internet. And a service can mean that you're brightening somebody's day or you're giving some tips on, you know, what worked for you with breastfeeding, mm-hmm. with sleep training. That's how I developed my community. A lot of people think because my sister had a lot of followers that I got the trickle downs of that, which, yes, I did. But my my people are not her people. You totally. Know, my people are moms. My people mm-hmm. are, you know, I do have my thirst trap people and I need to keep them happy. And I do. Yeah, I used to have the <laughs> but- thirst trap people, but then I really leaned into and you find your way as an influencer, which yeah. I know. Uh, I don't. Is there another word for that? I don't think I, so. I call myself a digital entrepreneur. Yeah, a digital (laughs) creator, marketing, marketing, yeah, marketing, something. I don't know. Yeah, I might partner with other brands. But you know what? Like, what's the big deal if you're an influencer? We're all influencers in one way or the other. I actually saw Brandon Pouchard. He's kind of like a Tony Robbins type of promotional speaker. I saw him. First of all, I went to one of his events and it had Eric Thomas. Gosh, who else was there? A a bunch of what's that? Tom Bailu loved him. But it was a a wellness event and I was went by myself. Tyler was supposed to go and then he got picked up by the Niners. So I'm by myself and I walk into this room and it's like, it's like the movies, like Tony Robbins documentary. Everyone's like clapping and cheering. I'm like, is this a fucking cult? Anyway, what I remember of him saying, Brandon Bouchard, he said, even if you have, you either have 60 followers or 600, you are an influencer. Mm. If you are out there on social media, you are an influencer. Someone is looking to you for something. And like you said, it it comes down to like, what value can you add? Right. People are always looking for value. How can you, what's in it for me? Yeah. When I follow you, what's in it for me? Yeah, somebody actually reached out to me yesterday and they were like, my husband just retired from the NFL and, you know, I'm going, I'm, I'm a nurse and I'm making like crap money right now. And I just like, I really want to be an influencer. How do I do that? And I was like, you know what? The only way anything is going to ever be successful in a lasting and fulfilling way is if you are engaging with others and offering some kind of um, a mutual service, Mm -hmm. you know, and and by mutual, I mean, like you can help others. And then by the feedback you get from them or the conversations, like that's what you're getting in return. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, if you're a nurse, maybe you can. People love like a and she's a mom. So Mm -hmm. like a mommy nurse kind of expert. What do you do when your kid's running a fever? You know, just things like like hacks for being a mom when your kid gets sick. You know, I think that's that's a question people get is how do I start? I started with someone asked me if I wanted protein bars. And I was like, oh, really? I got like a pack of 10 free protein bars. And I did like a full mine post was for a, it. Mine was like an aluminum water bottle. But I did like a full post and stories and everything like for free. But that's how oh. it starts. You start somewhere. And I for literally- free? For free, girl. Why you do that? Because I wanted some protein bars. We were broke, okay? <laughs> I at least, oh, for, oh the trade. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I started off doing things for trade. And I think that's how you have to start off as an influencer. You have to just kind of like 
build those relationships yeah. and you can get on different platforms as well. You can get on different platforms, but also people are always like, how do you amass a following? And I'm not going to lie. It's harder it's nowadays so hard. than it was in the past. I don't know if it's an algorithm thing, but the way that you do with it, you do it is you partner with people who have more followers than you. Yes. So you go to somebody with a lot of followers and you say, I will do X, Y, and Z for you. You know, give me a tag, give me a shout mm-hmm. out, make it easy for people to find you. Like people don't, want to have to write things down like you they need to tag you have you linked there if you're Mm -hmm. selling a product it needs to be linked right there don't send them to a website yeah and I think another popular way that I've seen other people successfully do this is to fake it till you make it Mm -hmm. sometimes like they'll be wearing Reebok and they aren't partnering with Reebok well they'll do hashtag Reebok like partner and it makes it look oh yes I can think of a couple people that make it look it's great day today with Nike. I'm like, bitch, they do not pay you. Really? Like, oh, yeah. Fake oh, it till you see, make it. I and then other brands will go to the page. Be like, wow, this bitch partnered with Nike. Like, she must be legit. I'm going to partner with her. So I fake it till you make it is, is a strategy. Here. But the thing is, like, people know me too well. If I was like, hashtag, like, you know, Dolce Gabbana yeah. partner, they'd be like, <laughs> No, I've, also, I've also seen girls <laughs> do that. And I've thought the same thing. I'm like, bitch, where? <laughs> I know. <laughs> So influence it has it perks. I mean, yeah, you get free shit. Sometimes stuff you don't want. And I'm not complaining like, oh my God, I get so much free shit. But like you I get was- you get free stuff, but listen, it's with you always nothing's for free. Somebody yeah. mails you something, they then something. you feel a little bit of a responsibility to shout them out. And and I think You do we- a good job at that. If it's authentic, if I really like it, yes. there's a lot of brands, jewelry, a, a lot of jewelry brands too. Like if I it's something I wear every day. I'm going to shout them out. I love helping small businesses. There's this company called Cups for Cuties that you might see like all over me and my family's Instagram because it's like she makes these mugs. She takes the cutest pictures and she like puts like um, Oliver Sprinkles Mommy. That's like Olivia's dog. And it's like her mug. And then she'll find like mean captions or mean comments people have written on my account and she'll make a mug of it. Somebody was like, Aurora, you're the thickest co-host sister. She put it on a mug. Oh my gosh. And sent it to me. I shout her out all the time. It's great well, business. Well, look, she just got free promo. So there you go. Oh, yeah. Be authentic. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I personally know that therapy has helped me so much in my life just to kind of figure out what I want to work on with myself what I'm already happy with. I think a lot of times we think therapy is kind of like harping on the things that we need to work on and kind of focusing on the negative. But I have found it to be the exact opposite. Because if you celebrate your wins and you really focus on the things that you're already doing right, it helps you to bring more of that into your life. And that's why I love BetterHelp. So BetterHelp is therapy, but It's online, and it's entirely designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no reason and for no additional charge. Sometimes you just don't jive with people, you know? And then when you find someone that you click with, it can make all the difference in your life to have somebody just to share what's on your mind and somebody who gets you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try and celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Barely Filtered today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Barely Filtered. 
Hi guys, it's Jordan from the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. On my show, we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, motherhood, channeling, healing, and so much more. A few years ago, I was diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease, and the healing journey I embarked on at that time set me on the path to radical awakening. Let's just say I had no choice but to change my energy, and that opened me up to the most beautiful healing of my life. On my show, you can expect to feel like you're sitting in my living room chatting with old friends. Tune in every Wednesday to connect and hang on the Balanced Bond Soul on Fire. On that note, mean comments, I want to transition into trolls, Mm. mean comments, how we deal with that. Because I think people see, first of all, social media is, as you hear, a highlight reel. People choose to put out what they want to be seen. You're not seen all day, every day. Everyone struggles. But people don't understand like, oh, wow, it must be nice getting stuff for free. It must be nice traveling. It must be nice being an influencer. We get a lot of like shit. We get a lot of trolls. I get a lot of hate. Yeah. I've gotten death threats. Like, oh, I just I just took my thing? kids to to the Hilton Los Cabos and for a, a trade deal. I was promoting the Hilton, mm-hmm. and yes, I got to stay there for free. No, they didn't pay me, but I got to stay there for free, and mm-hmm. they got promotion from yeah. it. A lot of promotion. And somebody was like, "Well, you like, sorry, not all of us get free trips." Blah blah blah. It's like you know. I'm just helping out this business over here. Yeah, it didn't just fall into my lap. To the the economy. Yeah, Um, and it doesn't fall in your lap. Like it took you years of of work to to build those types of relationships and to show I am worthy of taking content and promoting something as large as Hilton. Like that's a huge company. No, I know. So, but have you ever received? What's the meanest thing anyone has ever said to you? Or do you get trolls or do, are I think people thing, mostly nice? The thing that cuts deepest with me is when I, anybody mom. says anything about me being yeah. a mom, like h- how I am as a mother or, you know, if I'm away on a trip to be like, where are your kids? You never bring your kids anywhere. Just things like that. I mean, yeah. I think people assume I have a nanny too. I have three kids and I've never once had a nanny. So when people make comments about me as a mom and our story is we've done a lot of travel, a lot of living out of our car, suitcases. We've made a lot of sacrifice as, as a family and for for our kids and, and for our marriage. And so that cuts real deep. Like I am with my kids all day, yeah. every day. I take them to school. I pick them up. I am there for them when they have an ear infection in the middle of the night. Like I never go anywhere without them. And if I do, it's literally like a girl's trip once a, once a year right. or something. So it's it's tough, but I I received a lot of hate. I was very vocal. I am very vocal just about what I'm, I'm passionate and what I believe in. And I think I think social media too. The algorithm's really shitty. Media is really shitty right now. And no matter where you fall politically, socially, you know the media is fake now. It's I, know, I hate it's to fake. say like fake news, but it is. It, it's it's, all it's different. News. It's all curated. It's not reporting. People are not reporting facts anymore. There's someone up top who's saying this is the message. This is what needs to be put out there. So it's hard to believe anything these days. So I, I have to be very careful. I've learned to fact check completely. And I have to I will always link to protect my ass, I will always link like a, a legit government or studies. It'll be like Harvard study because I need to support this because the people out there are crazy. There's so yeah. I've, I've had people say to me, I, I did a, a study about gun violence and which I know is a touchy subject and DMs were very supportive. However, I also received people saying, well, I'm going to come to your kid's school and shoot, shoot them. And I'm like, should I 
make a police like report. Like, yeah. And you never know. Our, there's so many sickos out there. You have to be careful about where you put stories of what the house in the neighborhood looks like, what your car looks like. You don't want the license plate in the back. You yeah. know, I block out with emojis. I block out my kids' uniforms on their school because there's so many sickos out there. I don't yeah. know if I watch too much Dateline, but I've just received anywhere from death threats to we're going to kill your kids to I hope you overdose. Oh, like, I mean, insane shit, dude. Yeah, I mean, people will always, you know, hide behind a keyboard and yeah. say, keyboard say warriors. Things. Exactly. I, I think, honestly, as long as you are speaking your truth, backing it up with facts that, mm -hmm. that you found in, in giving people the sources so they can fact check it, then yeah. I don't care. You know, and if I, you I'm really, going to say what I I always believe. say, too, like, if you really think about a troll, what a fucking loser they are because you I oh I've I if on the lay fake accounts out, with the zero with yeah. it's like always like either a flower or like a dog or a cat they've got like zero followers and they follow 37 people and it's like you created a fake email so that you could create a fake Instagram and username so that you could write this long message to intentionally try to harm me your intent in this is to try to make me feel bad I feel bad for you. Yeah. You went through all that time to message me. I used to engage and now I'm just, I, I'll just say, God bless you. Like I'll pray for you or I, I just block and yeah. report immediately. Is, it's hard because like you don't only want to put out sexy photos. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like it's easier to do that sometimes because the by and large the feedback is good. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, looking great. Hot. Oh, you're so beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. Or my favorite one. You're prettier than your sisters. Guys, that's, love that. That, we, th that doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> yeah. I love my sisters. Like we don't want it. Well, and we don't, on, like, on, yeah. And on that note, do you feel pressure to post thirst traps or no, post sexy pictures? See, I, I feel like my Instagram is a journey of my life. And right now I'm single and I'm getting back at it. And like, I feel sexy and I'm getting my sex back. You yeah. Know? Like, and there's I'm, nothing wrong with that. Like when I, ha, you've seen this shit I've posted before. Yeah. I posted my literally limp boobies. Oh, that one's like my no favorite. I mean, if I have another baby again, like my content's gonna change. Yeah. Right now I'm in my thirst trap era, you mm -hmm. know, and I'm not gonna apologize for it. And you shouldn't. People, <laughs> I think people think with being moms or our age, whatever, oh, she shouldn't wear a crop top. She shouldn't show her belly. She shouldn't show her fat cellulite thighs. It's like, who are you? Yeah, like exactly. Karen from Nebraska telling me how to live my life. Like, mm -hmm. I'm going to do what I want and post what I want. I feel like you said, like, if I'm feeling myself and I want to put it out there, like I will cheer a girl on. I will never be like, God, she posts way too many thirst traps. Like, yeah, I mean, or I'll just send it to one of my sisters or something and be like, what's she doing? You know, yeah. it's like you got to you got to have your outlets. Yeah, it is. It's also person. funny, too. You can see what, what people are going through almost. You're like, oh, like she hasn't posted in a while. I wonder how she's doing. Or it's like, wow, oh, she I've had some break public breakdowns. Yeah. Where my sisters will be like, Aurora, just take it down. We'll talk tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Or you can just, I, yeah. I, I mean, if a girl's feeling herself, good for her. Good for her. And also, here's the thing with an influencer as well. Like, influencers are always complaining about all oh, the haters, blah, blah, blah. It's like, or mind your own business. This is my life. It's like, listen, I have laid my life out there quite publicly. Yeah. If somebody is asking me what happened next or like making a comment on something that happened in my life, it's like, they're invested. They're they're like we're over here with the popcorn waiting for season two. Well, it's almost like you know yeah, exactly like when I you ask for when it. you hit follow, you're asking for it. You're yes. asking for my story. You are subscribing to this channel. Yes, yes, you yes. are interested. But also, we can't be offended when they act like this is something they're for their viewing pleasure. For sure, maybe they don't <laughs> like the, the the movie. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so I think with that too, like I, as you know, the filters. 
Yeah. Like, let's talk about the filters. Let's talk about the Facetune and the Face app. I have definitely, I'm not saying I'm some perfect human. I have definitely smoothed out my face mm-hmm. or the lines on my neck. Like, I've definitely been guilty. I looked back. I was going back through my timeline because Conway wanted to see pictures of him as baby. There's a picture of him and I and our eyes are so white they're glowing and we look like angels like i we look ridiculous i was like did no one did i think no one could see that i completely brightened like like too too much you know and we've all gotten savvy with it now so everybody knows but i look oh my god there used to be this it was literally it was the water bottle that i just told you about the water bottle my first gig it was like an aluminum water bottle and i totally facetuned my shorts or my butt i don't know i had just had a baby i did no excuse, guys. But the fence behind me is so warped. You got to like, watch out for the lines. You got to watch out for this line so bad. So now I have a personal rule just because like, you know, you want to you want to remain authentic. You want to try to you want to connect with people and, yeah. and feel like you are showing up as you. I'm all for the Paris filter. Yes. Big fan. <laughs> that one just kind of blurs. Just swipe over. And... But I, I don't use like the ones that change your face. No, I, I used to do like vintagey stuff and thought I, I try. Oh, I'll do a filter. I'll do like a, um like, what do they call Tezza? it? Tezza? It's like a Tezza. I use something yeah. called Edith. Okay. Yeah. It's basically, but it just changes like the composition of the color. The color is the temperature. Yeah. I, I'll do, I'll mess with that, but I don't change like. I'm not going to be like, my nose looks yeah, too big. Yeah. Like, the small. Victoria's Secret Angel on your lips and you look like a Russian doll. And... Yeah. Because then when you want to do a story, a quick story, it's like, well, I have to look like who I was yesterday and I yeah. need to go back to those settings or something. I don't yeah. know how you'd keep up with well, it. And then also there's that that conversation around mental health and comparison and is this causing eating disorders or body dysmorphia? Mm -hmm. And you see these girls and I've seen plenty of girls that like, if I've ever edited myself, I still look like myself in person. Mm -hmm. I'd like to think I've seen girls on their Instagram and then I've seen them look like six foot hundred pound models, perfect face. And you see them. I'm like, you don't look like that on your profile. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's a body dysmorphia thing with them. Yeah. Is that, something they've been brought up and that's why they have issues. Is this, is this a social media dilemma? I mean, I know that I think it was, I have a a stat here, but suicide now is the highest, second highest cause of death for kids from 10 to 14 years old. 10 to 14. So, and then the, I just don't think kids should be on any of those apps. So what do you think about children on social media? Cause there are kids who are filming TikToks. No, I think, I think, one of the most beneficial things you can do for your kids is make sure that the screen time is monitored, limited, and they're not alone with their phone or their tablet at the end of the night. Actually, my sister's fiance, Christian McCaffrey, his mom, Lisa, one of the things that she thinks was the best thing she could have done for her kids who are all uber successful and very well-adjusted people is she would not let them go to bed with their screens or with their phones. Cause that's the time when you're, you know, doing the mindless scrolling yep. or like chatting with people and you know when you're when you're a kid your frontal lobe is not fully developed until you're 25 that's the decision making part of the brain you're not aware of your impact that you're making on other people with your words and you're saying things that you probably wouldn't say in person i absolutely agree with children especially i we have a rule that there's no screens during the week. We do let my son play video games for an hour and because he just crushes it. What but, kind of video games? So uh, on the video game note, I he only plays baseball or football. Okay. He doesn't, anything with a gun is not, not allowed. We don't yeah. give them toy guns, like nothing like that because we don't want them to think it's a toy. It's not a toy. When it's, you're it's desensitizing some, violence. Exactly. And we want them to know like, this is how you protect yourself and this is for, for daddy or mm-hmm. for policemen. This is not a toy. Yeah. And this is not something I'm going to just 
put in your brain at all mm-hmm. times. So he plays sports. He loves sports, but there's no iPads. There's no video games outside of that. And there's some crazy games out there. If I'm a pedophile, I'm going on fucking Xbox Live and I'm finding some kids who are 10 years old no, and I'm 10 years old too. And that's a thing. That that's is why a, I like my kids can't read or write right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's like the modern nice. day way. If, if you really think about it, if you're a sick human, like, and you want to connect with children, you go on social media and you pretend you're someone else. And I, her name is, who's the the quarterback for the Jets? I, I try to get her on here. Her name is Lisa. Quarterback for the Jets. I don't, He's a young guy. I'll, I'll figure it out. But his mom actually went on and did a live I saw. It was like 30 minutes. And she's probably in her mid-40s. Her kids are grown and, and very successful. But her youngest daughter, I think she's like 13, connected with a guy on Instagram. And all of a sudden, this straight-A student, amazing, beautiful girl, was quiet, depressed. Something was off. And the mom doesn't know because technology is so advanced now that even people who think they're taking their kids' phones away, she's like, I'll find another device and log in. Long story short, she was connecting with this guy who was not 13, 14 years old. And he was totally manipulating her. He'd be like, I love you. No one loves you as much as I do. And you can't eat, you know, all these things. Like, you need to be beautiful. And then she'd do these things, send pictures. And then he'd be like, I'm going to go kill myself and it's your fault. Like, total mind fuck. And who knows? This is like some guy who's into anime and like probably 50 years old, you know? You don't. Yeah, but but like (laughs) talking to a child. No, yes, there's something wrong with that. There's sick humans that are you using social media to connect with kids. So you have to monitor it. You have to. I agree with that. But I also think that the real, the real actual biggest problem is them connecting with each other and and just being bullies and not being kind and not understanding the impact of their words at that age. I know that's what's tough. It's keyboard warriors and they don't understand the impact of their words. And it is, that's how you bully now. Yeah. All right, girls, let's talk about the time you shouldn't have trusted your gut. You know, like that time when you told yourself to call your ex, even though you knew he was a huge red flag, but you kept going back. We've all been there. So I want to talk to you actually about Ritual's Symbiotic Plus, a three-in-one with clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics supplement to support a balanced gut microbiome. Did you know that daily disturbances like poor diets, stress, travel, and the use of certain medications and plenty of other factors can throw off your gut microbiome? Enter Ritual. They have created a three-in-one supplement including clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic to support the relief of mild and occasional bloating, gas, and diarrhea. I know these are weird words, but like it happens to us, we're all human. So I use Ritual. I actually love and got really hooked on Ritual when I started taking their prenatals, and then I started taking their multivitamins. I just loved how it made me feel. I've had no issues with it, and it had a citrusy smell and taste, so I liked that as well. It didn't give me any issues. And I just love that the three-in-one prebiotic, probiotic, and postbiotic with two of the world's most clinically studied probiotic strains support the relief of mild and occasional bloating, gas, and diarrhea. Yes, I said diarrhea again, but it happens to the best of us. So it's an all-in-one minty capsule, no refrigeration needed, and I take it every morning with the rest of my vitamins. There is no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash barely filtered. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash barely filtered for 20% off. Enjoy. So there is a huge movement going on right now 
towards people who are sober curious. We're trying to find solutions that don't leave you with unpleasant side effects. So whether you're taking a stimulant for your ADHD or you're realizing that the wine that you're drinking for your anxiety is actually making you more anxious, I think a lot of us are looking to natural remedies that aren't going to leave us with side effects that make our lives worse in the long run. So I know that Bashi has been working for me. You might not know what the kava plant is, but it has been around for hundreds of years, used by ancient tribes for a natural remedy for anxiety, it boosts creativity, and it improves mood. Bashi is a modern twist on ancient tradition with improved flavor and optimized delivery with the same authentic intention. So they have multiple flavors of this lightly carbonated drink. I am obsessed with it. It helps me focus. It improves my creativity and it reduces my anxiety. If you guys want to try a remedy that will not leave you with any side effects, try Bashi. It's drinkbashi.com. That's drinkbashi.com. Which is why I look at my content as, okay, if I'm putting out like a sexy picture of myself because I'm proud of the body that I was able to get back that gave life to my two kids and I'm hot and single and I'm going to fucking ready to mingle and I'm going to put this picture out here because I want to and I will. I do not. I hope that there's no children looking at my photos like the my audience is people who have their brains developed enough to Mm -hmm. know that you know, this is curated content. And then I also also try to sprinkle in as much of like the real shit as possible. Like, guys, look at my boobs. They're down to mm-hmm. my knees. Like, this is real life. You know, I, I try to give a well-rounded view. And I think that that's what people like to see. Like, they like to see you doing well. They want to root for you. But they also like to see you in your vulnerable times. And I think that that's important to share as well. Absolutely. I think it's important to keep it relatable and to share your struggles and to share this isn't real life. And yeah. I even did a story, my post-baby I think it was like three or four weeks postpartum. I did a reel and it did very well because I was like, here I am. Here is my big belly after giving birth. Here are my stretch marks. And I even wrote in the caption and I got a ton of messages. And I said, forgive me if I make this shit look easy because it's not. Yeah, I love that. It's not like being in social media is not easy. Like nothing about life is easy. But there are things that we figured out that work for us Mm -hmm. in both of us. I think this is where the service aspect comes in. It's like, I found treatments that work to help your skin to tighten after having a baby. I found techniques that work for my workout, for my health and wellness routine, for my mental health struggles that I've had from postpartum. Like being open in that dialogue, there's something that people can take away from it. And even if I'm helping one person and pissing off 50 with my bikini (laughs) shots, like it's worth it. And that's what it comes down to. At the end of the day, all humans, we are animals, we crave connection. Mm -hmm. And that's where that comes in is that that's how you build a community is to add value and like you said, you're saying this is what's worked for me. And I think as long as your intention is good, always, despite like even I definitely mess up with my words or how I express things sometimes. But if the intention is good and hey, I'm sharing this with you because it's worked for me mm-hmm. and I'm trying to help you like that's what it is. We're, we're genuinely trying to help you guys yeah. here in, in our sharing. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's a little cathartic too along the way to just be able to kind of share your story and and get feedback from people and and honestly I've made some great friends yeah I, I was made gonna some ask great, that like any, so many connections any amazing friends that you've made 
there are friends who I've never met in person before. Yeah. And then yeah. I have friends who like, you end up meeting up. Isn't you- that funny? I have a couple girls. Like I talk to them almost every day and I've never yes. met them in real life. Jana, Jana, we love you. Jana's yeah. going to comment on this. Oh, I know yeah. she will. <laughs> <laughs> there's a Lisa too, I think from Boston area. I don't know. There's a couple, yeah, Lisa from Boston. Yeah, I know her too. There's oh. a couple, couple girls who are just like ride or dies for like yeah. literally the last I know, 10 years. And I know it's like, if I get like a mean comment, it's, I mean like, where's Jana at? When yeah. Jana sees it, she's going to be pissed. Because well, <laughs> you guys, I lived in Boston for four years when Tyler's on the Patriot. And then the Copals are from the New England area, Rhode Island. So there's a, a little cool group of people who are very supportive. Yeah. And there are, but there's a couple girls like you just kind of find you can put out some feelers like, OK, do you agree with me on this? Or like once you kind of find someone that agrees with you, maybe on something controversial, too. It's like, ah, oh, yes, we can send each other memes on this or yeah. send each other. But it's yeah, I've never met. I would say three or four people that I talk to every day. I've never met them in, my life, in real life. I know. It's nice. It's nice to have a connection, to be able to connect with people every day, yeah. as long as you're not treating it like an addiction, because they can be that too, when you're like seeking likes and you're seeking the dopamine. Well, Tyler set a, an, a, a timer on his. So he gets like 30 minutes a day to be on social media. And then I only know the code to put it back in. Oh. So he can't go back onto social media. Good for Tyler. I know, but he's a guy. Guys, I think it's weird also when guys post too much. Oh, that's yeah. weird. Or like, well, also, I don't know. It depends on that. I, I mean, a guy, if a no, guy is posting every single week and he's like, like there, I saw this meme. It's like, what if he's crushing it with like some kind of service he's giving to people? You it know, all comes if back to the service. Yes, Are you offering a service? If you're offering a service or there's a lot of people who have, you know, have podcasts or have created jobs from this and added value. Obviously you need to post like your job is content, like content is king. But it's like, bro, I know you just got a suit and you just went, went to a wedding. Like stop posing in front of Lambos. <laughs> like it's yours. And like saying like, you success, can, but you, you better know. be like a fucking 11. Exactly. <laughs> You're not. Exactly. Then it's I'm weird. <laughs> it's so weird. So, yeah. okay. Takeaways for people who want to try to make a career on, on Instagram. I think add no, value is add number value, one. Make sure you're offering some kind of a service. Be authentic. Be vulnerable. People love vulnerability. People love vulnerable. What do you think about people crying on Instagram? I mean, I've done it. I've really? Done it. Oh, yeah. I, f- I don't think I've seen you cry. Right. I think it's On weird. this podcast. No, well, that's different. We're like in the middle of conversation when people post things about them crying. I don't know. I think it's kind of like, strange. I just, I just, I just, I just my toe. I'm so bad that I need to, I need to put my phone in my face. Like I'm the opposite. Really? I'm like, I, I like it. I like a vulnerable moment. I just, when I'm, I'm all for vulnerability and sharing your story. But my first instinct when I'm starting to cry, is it like, okay, let me get my phone out and share this. Like, I don't well, know. I, yes and no. I get it. It's like, have your moment. But sometimes I think like, if you are already in the middle of telling a story to your followers about where you're at and, yeah. and you're, you're in a moment of, of, you know, deep emotion and you feel like it maybe would help you and help others to just share. It's like, look, this is where I'm at. This is my process. I, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah. Let, it, let <laughs> us know about people crying on the gram. Uh, Kristen's like, I am, this is a military mom here. Yeah. Which, which by the way, it's so funny. We both left this morning, Olivia's house. And I, I had this like epiphany, like Aurora walked into her cute little Tesla. As I walk into my diesel, like mom truck, like. Was well, that your car? Yeah. I literally was like, what? American <laughs> freaking like gas guzzling. <laughs> Honky tonk <laughs> bitches living That'd around be here. me. How but much does it cost to fill that thing up? It's actually not bad. It's really not. It's, You're ruining the environment. I know. I know. But I just our cars. I was like, this is a perfect representation of us. And I love <laughs> you it do so need much. To move to like Nashville or something. I, I know. know. I know. One day. 
But yeah, social media, it, it's a constant battle. I have days where I'm loving creating content and I'm, I like creating funny reels. That's, that's the other thing, that's consistency. It can, you have to be consistent. You have to be consistent. You have to um, partner with brands, to partner with people, partner with people who are a step ahead of you. It's kind of like playing tennis. It's like you want to play with somebody who's doing better than you. Yes. And also I find partner, with, I know you have to, when you start, you kind of have to pay your dues, if you will. But partnering with people, like you said, that you actually believe in, because I found I have found when it's an ad and it looks like an ad, it never does well. You always know. People always know. And I'll tell the brand, I'm like, this caption you made me write. It's not. I just say, you know, it's not going to do well. (laughs) I do appreciate all the like ride or dies and the supporters and people in the DMs like the my struggle is that I feel almost like I need to respond to everyone, which I, is the I most time consuming thing. I try to respond because I because it's a community. You have to it treat is. it like a you community. have to. So I, I, I definitely engage. I respond. I answer questions. A lot of questions. It takes up a lot of my time. I know. And I especially when they write long, long messages, yeah. I'm like, oh, OK, I really need to sit down and respond to this person. Yeah. It's, it's yesterday. Somebody was like my baby. I haven't felt my baby move. Like, I hope you can answer me right now. Oh, I'm like, you need to call a doctor, not an influencer. <laughs> oh my gosh. It, it is cool to see how many people that you've actually impacted. Like yeah. I've had so many moms be like, thank you for rocking the bikini. I'm 36. I just had my second baby. I'm so insecure, but now I'm going to the gym and you've inspired yeah. me. And I, I can wear a bikini now because of you. I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah. yeah. Like, that so was worth seek it to be inspiring. Yeah, seek to it's it's about connecting with others. If you if you're not doing it for your own personal, you know, satisfaction, which that's a part of it, too. But you're doing it to be of service to others. You will be successful. I absolutely 1, agree. I absolutely agree. Where do you think social media is going? Do you think Instagram is going to stick around? I do. I think so, I think too. I, that was our little spiel on social media. Yeah. Let us, us your know. questions. Let us know if you have questions. Let us know your stories. I'd love to hear and. If you have any tips or feedback for us, let us know. We're trying our best. And like I said, I think it all comes down to intention. And even though we probably say some things that offend you, definitely probably more so me, know our intention is good. And we are trying to create value and to to create a service for you yeah, and to and build a community. Quality over quantity. Yes. You know, it doesn't it doesn't matter how many followers you have. If you're offering a great service, it's going to it's going to stand the test of time. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Love that. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.